As we wrap up 2021 here at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, there are a few end-of-year traditions we need to observe. Hi, my name is Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this is the Know the News podcast. We'll talk about one of those traditions in great detail in just a few minutes with our sports editor, Chip Souza. But we've got a few additional loose ends to tie up first. Once again, our readers have generously donated to the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank through our Community Christmas Card Program. The final results will be published this weekend, along with our holiday greeting to the community, listing the names of all of those who have helped out with their their friends and neighbors with a donation to the Christmas card. We're also going to review the top stories of the year in Northwest Arkansas, but we're going to do that with a bit of a new twist. This year, we've asked our readers to help us pick the top stories. Dave Perozic, one of our editors, will review those results with you on next week's Know the News podcast. But this week, we're going to talk about another long-term tradition, and that is recognizing the outstanding high school athletes and coaches in the region who have competed in fall sports in 2021. Each year at this time, we name our annual Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette all-area teams and coaches for football, volleyball, cross-country, tennis, and golf. Chip Souza, our sports editor, works with his, uh, with his team of sports writers on this package for, vi- for several weeks. Uh, and at the same time, they're all trying to keep tabs on all those results of those sports. So, uh, Chip, I know you've been busy, but thanks for joining us for a few minutes on Know the News. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, <clears throat> we're looking forward to talking about this, uh, the way we select our teams and everything. All right. Well, let's talk first about the history of the all-area teams. Uh, this has been going on a while, so why don't you talk a little bit about how long this has ha- been happening it has been, Rusty. We, you know, we started this when we were the morning news, you know, Northwest Arkansas, and we, uh, at that time, you, you know, our primary focus then was just Washington and and uh, uh, Benton County, mm-hmm. and of course that changed to about seven or eight years ago. I slept since then. It might have been ten years ago, it's, but it could have been like, three. Yeah, more like ten. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when that changed and we became the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, our coverage area uh, more than. I guess quadrupled in size. It yeah. went from the two counties and every now and then a little Carroll County um, to 12 counties. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, we expanded the way we selected these teams. Uh, we went from, you know, just about 20, 20 or 22 schools to now 74 schools. And so we had to change uh, some of our thinking in the way that we did this because this is all about the kids. This is for the kids and all about the kids. And we're trying to recognize their outstanding accomplishments. And so um, if you remember back uh, before we did all the mergers and things, the Northwest Arkansas edition of the Democrat Gazette would pick an all-Northwest team. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to keep that tradition alive and meld that and mesh it with what we were doing. And so that's where we came up with the all-NWADG team. And and, uh, it's, uh, I I think about, this is about the 10th year of it. And uh, just for for folks who might not know, the 12 counties we uh, we cover are Benton and Washington, Mm -hmm. Carroll and Madison, Crawford and Sebastian, uh, Franklin, Johnson, Boone, Newton, Scott, and um, there's one more. Um, yeah, I've gone blank too. I, uh, you mentioned Franklin and Johnson. I've, yeah. I've, I can't remember, but there's twelve. Logan, Logan County. Logan right. County. Yeah, Boonville. Yeah, Boonville. Yeah. Boonville County. Boonville's <laughs> in. Yeah. How, did, how can we forget Boonville? <laughs> Boonville so, County. Yeah. Yeah. So and Logan County. So yeah. those are our, those are our twelve counties. I can't believe I went blank on that. Uh-huh. All right. 
what's the process? How do you go about? Because I mean, that's a lot of players, a lot of sports, well, a lot of schools. How do it, you go about it? It is, Rusty. And, you know, a lot of uh, all anything teams, they tend to only focus on, I guess we would call it the revenue-producing sports, only football. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we know that there are a lot more sports out there than that that need to be recognized. And so that's when we started recognizing every sport that the Arkansas Activities Association recognizes. We recognize that with an all-area team, um, including bowling that will come up in, in winter. Uh, but right now it's tennis and golf, cross-country, volleyball, and football that we recognize. Okay. And, uh, and so the way the process works is, of course, we, we follow these sports throughout the year. Um, you know, golf and tennis, they start before any other sport. Uh, in the in the fall when it's still you know 95 degrees outside those you know golfers and tennis players and, and, and cross country get started a little bit later around the first of September but they're all going at the same time but golf and tennis get going first so we're able to watch you know see a lot of those matches and we have great coaches um, you know we can't get to every golf match and tennis and, and all that but we have great coaches who submit those results and we're able to kind of compile a mental note and that so as these players and teams go into conference you know tournaments and state tournaments we kind of have a pretty good idea you know of who, who are the ones to watch um, and for example like in golf it's pretty much a no-brainer that Grace Kilcrease of Springdale Harbor is going to be the best girls golfer because she is incredible she is going to be the next big thing in in women's golf in this area she's like on with Brooke Matthews and and that kind of thing and she's going to go to the University of Tulsa to play golf but she uh you know this year she shot shot a 60 68 in one tournament and it raised her scoring average (laughs) (laughs) so that's the kind of golfer she is so some of some of the selections are you know it's so simple even I can do it uh, but some of them we require the help of coaches, and of course in football, um, what we do is we do ask for some help from the coaches, particularly to get the interior lineman uh, candidates, because those are not always the ones that we see play. There's no big statistics compiled by those guys, but we know, you know, we know there's a lot of good you know linemen out there because we have running backs who gain you know 2,000 yards in the in the season, so we know they have good linemen blocking for them. But we get a little help from the coaches on those. Okay, and uh, and and what are you looking for in an all area team member? Uh, or a coach when you when you select when well you for a coach if you take uh, for us and what my criteria is if you do what you're expected to do it really doesn't set you apart so we're kind of looking for the unexpected you know what was a team last year that won five games and this year they won 10 you know what happened and, and what did the coach do differently and so that's always kind of an opener to us is okay you know what did that coach do and and, and why was his team so much better this year than it was a year before and that's always you know kind of a criteria for a player of course the superlatives you know for the offensive player of the year, it's you know it's players who put up big numbers. You, you take Bladen Fike, you know the quarterback at Fayetteville. We passed for four thousand yards this year, led his team to the state you know championship game. You know that that pretty much sticks out. You know you have a running back at, at Cedarville named Daryl Cadditch who rushed for the second year in a row over two thousand yards for Cedarville. This is not mm-hmm. you know this is not Boonville. That happens at Boonville. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. they play fifteen games every year. Cedarville you know did it, and this kid did it in you know ten or eleven games. So you know when you see big numbers like that that pop out, you know you're like okay. You know, that's a player who definitely needs to be recognized. Yeah. So you pick uh, a coach of the year, an offensive player of the year, a defensive player of the year. An uh, overall player of the year. An overall player of the year. And a coach of the year. Uh, and and so and then you also pick players by position. Correct. Uh, to fill out the team. Correct. And so uh, a, a problem we had this year, it's a nice problem to have, and, and it doesn't happen very often. We had four young men, four running backs who all – gained at least 15 to 100 to 2,000 yards um, in the Division One level. And that's 7A, 6A, and 5A. 
all four of those players, you know, need to be recognized. And so we, we figure out ways. We don't want to slot anyone who needs to be recognized. And so we can juggle it a little bit and make sure that those kids get in there because, like I said at the beginning, Rusty, this is all about the kids. Yeah. And and you you mentioned Division One, So so talk to us a little about that. You don't lump all the players we don't. Uh, in, uh, in all these sports into one division because there's a difference between the big schools and the Correct. small schools. Correct. So. so I'll give you an example. Um, this year um, on the Division One, so that's uh, – 5A, Farmington, P Ridge, that group. 6A, Greenwood, that group. 7A, of course, the large schools. Mm. So you put that, we put those in Division One. Well, this year, a young man from Hackett caught 65 passes for about 1,600 yards and, and maybe 20 touchdowns. Well, if we only picked one team, that player might not make this team. But 60-something catches for 1,600 yards and 20 touchdowns needs to be recognized. And so what we were getting into is the large schools, especially before – the school started splitting Bentonville into two schools, Rogers to two and all that. Um, a lot of these small schools, kids just weren't getting recognized and they needed to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And so we, we kind of sat down and said, okay, how can we do that and, and get more kids, you know, honored, those that need to be honored uh, in there. And so that's when we kind of split it up because like I said, we went from, you know, we were just a two County, you know, publication mm-hmm. yeah. to 12. We needed to recognize those kids at Harrison, those kids at Lamar, those kids at Boonville or even Paris, those kids, you know, that, that deserve to be, you know, on an all-area team that they had a shot to make an all-area team. So your Division Two is is 4A and below. 4A and below. Okay. All right. So so, so there'll be a Division I uh, football team, a Division Two football team. Yes. Is that is that true of all the sports? We don't do it for all the sports. We only do it for football mm-hmm. um, because there's just so many, you yeah. know, so many players and so many teams. Um, and then for basketball, we, you know, we break it down into multiple, mm-hmm. you know, multiple teams. We have a first team and a second team, you know, right. for basketball. And the same thing for volleyball. There's a first team and a second team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's only football that gets that designation. Okay, so you've got this whole package of stories. All these teams, all these kids are going to get recognized right. in in the newspaper. When is that going to start? When when somebody when would somebody start looking uh, looking for for looking for this in the newspaper? So we will bat lead off, so yeah. to speak, for a sports turn. We'll bat lead off uh, this coming Sunday, the twenty sixth, with Division One football. We let that lead the package. And then every day after that, we'll recognize a different sport. We'll have girls tennis one day, boys tennis one day, boys and girls golf, you know, golfer of the year, cross country boys and girls runner of the year. Then we have the volleyball, and then we wrap it up with the Division Two football on January the 2nd. Okay, so every day uh, starting – this Sunday, December, the twenty sixth, starting December twenty sixth through January second, you'll have you'll have uh, you'll be recognized the kids recognizing the athletes and the coaches in these different high school correct, sports. Correct, correct, um, and of course our teams will have a strong. Uh, Arkansas, University of Arkansas influence. We have quite a few of these players who have signed with the University of Arkansas, including Caden Henley um, at Shiloh Christian, Isaiah Satania um, at Fayetteville, J.J. Uh, uh, Hollingsworth at Greenland, uh, Sua, I cannot think of his first name, at Bentonville, who's committed to Arkansas. He's an underclassman, he's a junior mm-hmm. um, offensive lineman. So it'll have a strong, you know, strong University of Arkansas flavor. But we also have quite a few kids who are going to other places. I mentioned Daryl Kadich at Cedarville mm-hmm. has an offer at NSU at Tahlequah, so he will go play over there. Uh, Bladen Fike has got an offer from Middle Tennessee. Uh, he's probably going to get some other offers now that the first – early signing day has happened mm-hmm. and there'll be some, some some sliding and some moving yeah. around and transfer portal and all that so he you know we don't know where he's going to go but he'll go play somewhere so you know a lot of these kids are going to go play somewhere Chas Nimrod going to go to Tennessee so uh, you know there's a lot of these kids that uh, you know that are going to go play uh, play at the next level 
Okay. All right. Well, and I know it's a bit of a surprise. You want you want people to you right. know, to, to anticipate what who's going to be on the team. But I was hoping we could go through each sport, and you might be able to give me a little hint or a little tease about each sport who we might be looking for. What are some names sure. uh, that we should be sure should be looking for? So well, if you ta- if you take a look at the Division One, of course, Fayetteville had the most dominant season. We're in, talking about football. In football, they had the most dominant season in football. So they're going to have about three or four of the superlative winners. They're going to have, uh, as I mentioned, Isaiah Satania. It's a no brainer. He led the nation. In receiving in receiving yards this year, wow. not just the area, the nation wow. in receiving yards. So he's he's you know going to be in there. He'll you know, give you know go ahead and let you. He's he's the player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much a no brainer. Even I could have you know picked that one. <laughs> uh, Bladen fight. Caden Turner. Uh, K nine is what we call him. Where's number nine? Caden Turner was going to go to Indiana. Had signed with Indiana last week. He's our defensive player of the year. He's just a great player for Fayetteville and has been for three years. Um, so that's some of the football you know that we're looking at. Volley. Uh, any any surprises or anything you know, you can tease about the Division Two group the next week? There there are a few. Um, Farmington, uh, you know, made a pretty big move this year. They, you know, everybody was excited about hiring a new coach last year. J.R. Eldridge, he came in and and uh, did just exactly what everyone thought he would do. Uh, led Farmington to its best season in Class Five A after they've made that move. They won nine games. You know, went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, their quarterback was a sophomore, Cameron Van Zant. Kind of came from out of nowhere. Um, you know, to be the the newcomer of the year. But we tell him, Rusty, he's still not as good as his sister. McKenna Van Zant was a great <laughs> basketball player at Farmington. So when he was up here giving, you know, taking his photo and everything, we're giving him a hard time, and we said, "Yeah, you're good, but you still can't take your sister." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so anyway, that was fun. And and uh, over on the volleyball side, Fayetteville, uh, that story was a great story this year. They you know, during conference play, they lost to Springdale Harbor two times in in close matches. State championship match was a little bit different. Fayetteville swept it in three games. Yeah. And uh, Kennedy Phelan, uh, Jessica Phelan's daughter, um, is the player of the year. She, she's committed. She's junior, but she's committed to go to Florida State um, when, she, when she graduates Fayetteville. So, uh, you know, good for her. I mentioned Grace Kilcrease of uh, Springdale Harbor. What, what a tremendous golfer she is. And, and on the tennis side, uh, Cassie Cervantes of Bentonville West led their team to their second team championship in three years she won the singles kind of came from out of nowhere and won the singles so that was you know a good story there so lots lots and lots of good stories and and uh, again these are you know these are we got some great kids in this area and this is you know this is just all about them okay and and you mentioned this a little bit earlier but uh, we we don't want folks who uh, who are fans of high school say basketball or baseball or soccer or uh, uh, t- to worry because you'll be doing this again Absolutely. a couple more times, right? We do it three times during the year. We do it for the fall sports, and then right now the winter sports are going on. you got swimming, wrestling, basketball going on, and bowling. Mm-hmm. And so we will recognize those uh, around the first week of March, second week of March, when those seasons end after their state tournament. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do the, another one in June that will recap the, the, uh, the spring sports, baseball, soccer, softball, and all of the all of those. So, and if it's a sport, and the Arkansas Activities Association recognizes it and crowns a state champion in it, we will select a team for it. All right, all right. So, uh, so your your work's never done. Soon never, as, no. As no. soon as you get this package of stories out next week, you're 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 off on another one. And something we do also want to mention too, Rusty, is that last you know last Sunday we released our a little bit later than normal. We released our our uh, preseason. Uh, basketball publication for the yeah, high school teams, right. and those schools will start their conference play. The smaller schools have already started. They, they, they play a game or two before the holiday break, mm-hmm. uh, but the larger schools, the 6As and 5As, they will start their conference play when we come back, as soon as we come back, January 4th. But one thing I was going to mention, the reason why I say that is, for if you're a high school basketball fan, the uh, first weekend in January, Bentonville and Bentonville West are host, hosting the Hoop Hall 
basketball classic. These are top-level teams coming in from across the nation into Bentonville and Bentonville West. There'll be uh, Chaminade High School out of New Jersey. We've got teams coming in from Arizona, from all over the place coming in. So if you want to see some really, really good basketball, that's going to be played on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I believe it's January 8, 9, and 10, I believe are the dates. But it's the Hoop Hall South Classic, and it's going to be held at both Bentonville West and at Bentonville High. It's going to rotate around between those two, two uh, high schools. And so we'll have coverage of that. We'll have an advanced story on that with uh, the schedule of who's going to play on what night. And uh, they're even going to play around the Bentonville and West Conference <laughs> openers those two days. So they're going to play there. You know, Bentonville's going to play Bentonville West in between the Chaminade and, you know, St. Bonaventure, you know, <laughs> game or whatever. Um, so anyway, but great, great, great high school basketball. It'll be the best basketball you'll see in this state. Um, and it's going to be played at Bentonville first weekend in January. Well, uh, Chip, I think I'd be remiss. I know, uh, know you and your crew do weekly podcasts talking about uh, high school sports every single week. You're taking a break this week and next week. Right. Uh, but uh, tell us when you'll be back with your uh, with your sports podcast so that anybody who's listening might be able to, to, to know where to go to, to tune in. We'll come back uh, January the 5th. We'll tape our, our first podcast of 2022. That'll be released the following day. We'll also have a video show uh, that'll be similar to the Prep Rally Football show that we did that will recap the games with video highlights from the Tuesday night games, um, and it'll give you a preview of what's going to happen on Friday night. Those games will be played on Friday night, and that's a video show. So we'll have a video show um, that'll drop every Friday and a podcast that will drop every Thursday through now through the remainder of the school season, through the rest of the winter and through spring. All right, and uh, uh, we've also expanded some of that content uh, down into the River Valley we specifically have. about that. Can you talk about that? We have. We were uh, Last summer we were fortunate that uh, we were able to work out uh, and get Leland Barclay, who is uh, one of the most you know, highly respected um, sports uh, prep sports authorities um, in the state and has been for many, many years. Um, he was looking to kind of expand his horizons a little bit, and, and uh, he's, you know, he's, he's an not a young guy, Rush. You know, he's he's like us, and yeah. uh, but but he also wanted to learn and expand his horizon a little bit. And he said, "I'm really interested in doing this for you guys and doing video, and really excited about it." And so we were able to get him, and he's brought a lot of uh, a lot of good things to the River Valley. And so he will have a show that he will tape down there that will focus on the River Valley and focus on on those schools. Um, and that'll also be at the same time as our video show here, so it'll be released on Fridays uh, to go along with his uh, River Valley report that will publish in print every Friday. All right, so so let's just make sure everybody knows where they can find this content starting on Sunday, uh, the 26th, and going through January 2nd with our all-area uh, fall sports teams. They're going to publish uh, in the replica editions of the North Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the Sunday print editions, home delivery print editions, and also single copy if you right. uh, you want to pick up uh, those all week for single copy. And all this content is also available at, uh, at our website at nwaonline.com. And... Uh, Chip, what else do we need to know about this? Well, uh, Rush, I also want to give a shout-out to our photography staff here. They, We were able to bring all these athletes into our studio here in Fayetteville, and we were able to uh, to do really nice portrait shots of these players, and this gives them, uh, you know, a, a nice – it's a nice uh, portrait shot. We try to have fun with it. Uh, we try to, you know, get the kids to ha- ha- laugh and get loo- be kind of loose and do some, mm-hmm. you know, some things, bounce, you know, bounce at the uh, tennis ball off their racket and, you know, get the kids up here, their caps on backward and that kind of thing. And the football. 
football players really love it. They come, you know, in their full uniform with their gloves and all of this on. And so, uh, anyway, it, it's a lot of fun. And but we want to make sure the photographers get their, you know, get their uh, uh, props too because they do a great job with this and working with us on this. Well, well, our sports staff does a great job too. So our, both our sports, sports and photo staffs do a great job in 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 putting these packages together and recognizing these athletes and coaches who. Who uh, who who toil in in the background and, right. and folks don't know about it, but that's why you know that's why we're going to recognize tennis players and cross country exactly. players and golfers uh, and volleyball players just like we do the football players. Exactly, so. every you know all these kids deserve it, and uh, and you know again this is for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to say thanks to my guest today, Chip Souza. He's the sports editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Appreciate you joining me today, Chip. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. And as always, there'll be plenty of other great content coming your way uh, this holiday weekend in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, we are recording this a few days early, so I don't have a preview of the content for you ready because we're not quite sure exactly which stories will be ready and which ones won't. Uh, but I can assure you, like every week, we will, we will be on the job with, with great stories that, that you want and need to know about Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley. If you're a subscriber to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I want to thank you for supporting local journalism. You know, it's your support uh, that allows us to go out there and do these recognitions of high school athletes, cover the stories that you want and need to know, the, the hard news stories, the feature stories, the business stories that you want and need to know. So we are so very grateful for you and for your support if you're a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber uh, and you're listening today, you know, you don't have to miss out. Uh, it's really easy to subscribe, and, and uh, uh, it's, it's, really, uh, it's really important to support local journalism so that we can keep doing the work that we're doing. So I encourage you to go to our website at nwaonline.com and click the subscribe button. Uh, sign up and, and so that you won't miss out in, on any of this great content we've got coming your way. Um, or you could just call us at 479-684-5509. That's 479-684-5509. Uh, I do want to mention one more time our community Christmas card program. Uh, you know, it, it's it's at this point, by the time you hear this, it'll be too late to get your name published in the community Christmas card, but we will still be accepting donations through the Christmas card program for the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank, uh, and, and that's a really, really important way uh, to help your friends and neighbors and to support members of the community who who, who need some help and need, need a little bit of assistance these days. You know, uh, we raised $26,000 last year with a community Christmas card, and my friend Kent Eigenberry, who's the director of the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank, tells me that helped pay for 400,000 meals uh, in Northwest Arkansas. So, so please, uh, if you, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh, please click on the community Christmas card link, uh, on our website at nwaonline.com and, and make a contribution and help out some folks who, who, uh, who need a little Christmas cheer this time of year. Uh, as I said earlier, Dave Perosic will be here next week, and he'll have a review of the top stories uh, of 2021 on uh, the Know the News podcast. So I know you're going to want to be, uh, be available for that. Uh, just check back with us next Friday uh, to listen to that, or you can subscribe to our podcast by touching the, the button that's on your device right now so that you'll be notified when the new podcast drops. Um, in the meantime, I want to wish everyone out there very happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and a very, very happy New Year from all of us at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rusty Turner, the editor, saying so long until next week.